your financial mindset may be costing other people options. And it may not be life or death like a dog or a loved one, but it may be causing someone to not buy your product because you're not talking about it with enough confidence. Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey, everyone, welcome back to another mini episode of For the Love of Money, episodes that I like to call My Two Cents. And today I'm going to be weighing in on a rather emotional, uh, very personal two cents. I'm going to be reflecting on, well, the lessons that I learned and and the concepts that I had reinforced uh, while I had to put my dog, Waffles, uh, down last week. Don't worry, it's a positive and upbeat episode because, quite honestly, some of the things I realized about having wealth and choice and some of the things that I had reinforced uh, about what it can do for you in tough situations. And then most importantly, some of the things I was reminded of uh, when it comes to how do you react and how do you show up in the face of adversity, they were all really great lessons. And so I actually wanted to just get personal and share a lot of those things with you today because I know there'll be of great benefit to your life, uh, not just setting yourself up for success during tough times, but also keeping you successful and, and you know being able to stick to what serves you during really tough times. So before I get into that, I am really excited to announce that we have reopened one more round of our entry-level entrepreneur mastermind called Fast Foundations. Now, the first few times we've done this, People have raved. I mean, literally raved. That is the best mastermind for the money, hands down. If you're an entrepreneur that is in the very beginning stages, making less than four hundred ninety-nine thousand, so it's ideal for the people who are making, you know, twenty-five, fifty, a hundred, hundred fifty, two hundred fifty thousand dollars, all the way up to four hundred ninety-nine thousand dollars. And because you grow so quickly in there, because your business grows so quickly in there, it's the feeder that allows you to graduate up into our elite level mastermind if you so choose to take that route. The worst case scenario is that you learn a ton of new things, you make a ton of new contacts, you find a whole bunch of entrepreneurs that quote, get you. I mean, how many of us are sitting around working in a family room or an office right now saying, God, where are the people that get me? They're not my city, they're not my neighborhood. How do I find that tribe? Worst case scenario, it's a room assembled full of those individuals that understand your needs, your goals, exactly where you're at, so that you don't feel like this crazy outcast with great big goals. The next best case scenario is that we teach you all the hacks. We lift the curtain on everything that we've done to make our growth explosive. Whether you want a bigger audience, whether you want to make more money, whether you want to make more impact, whether you want bigger mailing lists, better social media, sell more products, doesn't matter. We have created all the secrets and we're lifting the curtain on how to do all those things. So don't take my word for it. We're going to be sharing on social media all sorts of testimonials that you can watch and and decide if this is for you. But in the meantime, you can go check it out at fastfoundations.com. That's fastfoundations with an S at the end.com. Check it out, read about it, see if it's a fit for you. If it is, 
We put a very limited number of people in there because we work so closely with you over the course of five and a half months. So if it's for you, go ahead and fill out the enrollment form and we can even jump on the phone and book a power call if needed. Fastfoundations.com, the next group is open. It starts in the very, very end of February. I can't wait to see who we're working with this time around. All right, so on to this very personal episode about what I discovered about myself and what I was reminded of when I had to put my beautiful dog, Waffles, who was a great big, if you don't follow us on social media, great big, goofy golden doodle. Now, Waffles was 13 and a half years old. And some people say, hey, for a great big dog, you know, that's, that's getting up there. That's old except she didn't show any signs. And, and I actually really want to set the stage so you understand as I give you context of what I'm about to teach. She was 13 and a half years old, but didn't show any signs whatsoever of having any health problems. Uh, matter of fact, she got two, three-mile walks per day, every day. She kept up and crushed those walks, no problem. When people would meet her on the street at least once a week, even though she was 13 and a half, they'd ask if if she was a puppy or if she was just a couple years old. So we're talking, she defied all odds and we did not see this coming. And unfortunately, in a very short period of time, we're talking just a handful of days, she went from showing some very alarming symptoms in her labored breathing to me having to decide that it was time to put her down uh, while my wife, Lori, was away at her train-to-trainer event love that she could not come home from because she had 50 women, 50 women that paid really good money to be there. So she couldn't just up and walk away from the event to come home and say goodbye to Waffles. And it happened so quickly on the last day, quite honestly, that we went from thinking that we had some great treatment options ahead of us to me having to make this decision all by myself um, to put Waffles down. Now, for additional context, we don't have kids yet. So for those of you that don't follow us on social media closely or, or don't know us that personally, if you just listen to the show, we don't have kids yet. We've been married 14 years and we absolutely plan on having a family, but we don't have children yet. Waffles was with us for 13 and a half out of the 14 years of our marriage. And so this was our kid. This was our child. And even if you're not a dog person, you have to realize that when you build a household, just the three of you that loss like this can shut you down. Loss, this was the level of loss that I'm fortunate to say I have never experienced before. And so if, everything, if anything was going to be tra- tragic, if anything was going to throw us absolutely off our tracks, it was going to be this. And sure enough, last week I was faced with this moment. Now, when faced with this moment, I realized I had built such good routine, such good habits. I'd done so much self-development. Our business that we had built over the years uh, was so successful in many different ways that I was able to make it through this really tough situation in a way that a lot of people don't get to make it through their tough situations. And that's the reason for the episode today is There's some things you can be doing ahead of time and there's some things that you can do during tough situations when you're going through a family tragedy or a personal tragedy so that you don't have to go off the rails, so that you don't have to lose everything or or 
pause everything and start from, from scratch. And that's what I wanted to share with you today. So, I mean, really, during this week, when she was declining quickly, and then I was faced with making that decision to put her down, I was able to make decisions as I got feedback, as I got diagnosis, as I got all these things from all the different specialists that I had to run around and and bring her to. I was able to at least be comforted in the fact that I was making decisions from a place of zero financial limitations. And I have to tell you, whether this is your child, your dog, or yourself, or a loved one, or a friend, this is where you want to make decisions from. As a matter of fact, the very first veterinarian who said, I'm so sorry to let you know, she has cancer. It's everywhere. Um, I don't know how there weren't any signs of this before, and you don't have any options. They also went on to say something like, by the way, I also don't want to waste your money, so I'm not even going to send these lab tests in to find out what kind of cancer we're dealing with because it wouldn't matter with the state that she's in. And I said, wait a minute, what'd you say? I said, you want to save me money and not even send them in? I said, if money was no object, then what would somebody in that position do that is the most extravagant option? And she said, oh, well, if that's the case, then I would get you in with this oncologist. She's the best oncologist in Los Angeles. Um, She performs miracles. She has all these different treatments. Uh, They're very expensive. They can be very tiring sometimes for your pup, but that's what I would do if money was not an option. And I had this moment where I was equally angry and equally concerned that she didn't even bring this up as an option because she was operating from her financial mindset, not from mine. And so the first lesson here, the first point is your financial mindset may be costing other people options. And it may not be life or death like a dog or a loved one, but it may be literally causing someone to not buy your product because you're not talking about it with enough confidence. Or it may be somebody not buying your service because you're not selling it hard enough or you're not bringing it up at all because you're afraid of what would they say if I try and sell them. So you cannot let your own financial thermostat, your own money mindset get in the way of presenting all the options with passion to the people that you are meant to serve. So she gave me these very advanced, very expensive options, and I was off to the races. Every specialist, I pulled strings, which by the way, is a testament to always be building your network. I called in favors, and sure enough, I met with the best oncologists in Los Angeles that were pet specialists and even specialists with humans and alternative medicines and you name it. Now, being able to make these decisions, these treatments, these have these options from a place of zero financial limitation, it brought me peace. It brought me certainty. I didn't know how this thing was going to turn out, but I did have the peace of mind of knowing that I wasn't going to have to say, oh, I have to put her down because I can't afford that option. Oh, I just don't think that'd be worth X number of dollars to get an extra six months or a year. I had none of those limitations. If they would have said to me, great, it's a quarter million dollars and it'll give you an extra year of her being in good health, I would have swiped the credit card, wrote, written the check in two seconds. That's what I mean 
by being able to come from a place of zero financial limitations. Now, I want to make sure everyone listening is able to come along for the ride and really understand what I'm saying. So this is not where you're supposed to say, oh, must be nice. I'm not in that position. This is where you're supposed to say, oh my God, I now see why I need to make my dreams come true. Oh my God, I now see why I need to break through my money mindset. Oh my God, I now understand why I need to work hard at this business and become successful so that when this happens to me in any form, I too can make decisions from a place of zero financial limitations. And I assure you, being someone who just lived through this last week, nothing will bring you more peace than knowing that every option is on the table. Here's another thing I realized during the week, during this tough time, while it was unfolding. The next thing I realized was I, in the face of adversity, in the face of heartache and heartbreak, and in the face of uncertainty of how this was going to turn out, I still stuck to my habits and my business commitments anyway. Now, some of you might say, oh my God, what's wrong with this guy? Is he a machine? Is he cold-hearted? If something was wrong with my loved one or my dog or my child, I would drop everything. I'd walk away from it and I'd put all the attention in them. Except I was able to see things for what they were. I was able to understand that me going to my workout each morning didn't make her any better or any worse off, but it made me capable of dealing with this better. Me sticking to my prayer and meditation every morning only helped with this situation. Me sticking to my business commitments, getting on the phone call, uh, talking to my elite mastermind members or my clients helped me find little moments of distraction during a time when I was totally distraught otherwise. And when all was said and done, when it turned out that there was nothing we could do and I had to put her down, at least I had stuck to my habits. I had stuck to my health. I had stuck to my non-negotiables. And I was a healthier, happier individual because I did. I was able to stick to the most crucial parts of my business and move those forward so that I wasn't picking up the pieces and saying, now I lost my dog and my momentum, or now I lost my dog and I'm starting all over again. And again, put your place, if you're not a dog person, put yourself in the shoes of if this was a loved one in any way, shape, or form. I am telling you, build good habits and stick to your commitments, even in the face of uncertainty and adversity and heartache and heartbreak. Because afterwards, when it's all done, whether it turns out great or whether it turns out sad, like it did in our case, you will feel better knowing that you're not starting all over again and that you did the things that serve you during it. Again, I'm speaking from experience coming right off of this fresh experience. And I look back and I'm so glad I stuck to my habits and I stuck to my commitments. If anything, there were little reprieves during what otherwise was a really tough time. Lori, my incredible wife, took the idea, the concept of sticking to her commitments to the next level. If you remember in the intro, I talked about Lori was away in Arizona at a five-day, very intensive train-to-trainer where 50 women paid $9,000 to be in a room with her and receive you know, 10 hours a day of training on how to build and run their own profitable events. The timing of this, unfortunately, coincided with the timing of that while Lori was away. And Lori was unable to just walk away on day two or three and say, hey guys, sorry, 
my dog's dying. I need to go home. That doesn't fly when somebody invests in your product or service. She wasn't able to stay there and say, hey, guys, I'm going to go through the motions because my dog died. That is not fair despite the circumstances. No, instead, Lori stood in her power. She, nobody knew none the wiser that this was happening. And then finally, on the third day of her event, when I did have to put waffles down, Lori stood on that stage and said, we need to start today off uh, with some somber news. Here's what happened to my dog. She even had her own breakdown on stage, cried her tears that needed to be cried, and said, I'm sharing this with you so that you know that as I move forward, I'm still playing all out with you and I'm not holding any punches and I will give you exactly what you came for because this is what you need to do for your customers. And so she was walking the walk even in the face of adversity instead of maybe just saying, guys, I can't do this right now and asking her partner, Lindsay, who she was running this with to take over. You have to make the tough decisions sometimes. And trust me, this was the toughest decision of her life. She didn't get to say goodbye to Waffles. Other than FaceTime, she did not get to come home and give her a last pet, a last kiss, a last anything. Because she stood in the face of adversity and kept up her commitments anyways. And the amount of fallout from what was already a bad and sad situation was very, very limited. And we didn't have to deal with any business issues or refunds or people that feel like they didn't get their money's worth. As a matter of fact, the reviews about it were rave reviews, even more so probably, because she was able to stand in the face of her commitments. So I I explain this to you so that you stand in your commitments even when you are faced with tough times. Here's another thing I learned. My wealthiest friends that week, the ones who have set themselves up financially, who own their own businesses, who built life on their terms, My wealthiest, most successful friends that week were able to come over and hang out with me during the day and hang out with me during the night because they've created a lifestyle that allowed them to. They were able to support me because they didn't have to be at a job or they didn't have to make X number of dollars that day or that week. And let me tell you, from the person going through the garbage, through the tough moment, nothing meant more than my friends who came over to support me in person during that week daytime and nighttime. I couldn't have done it without them. And so why do I share this one with you? Again, this is your reminder to build that lifestyle, build your financial situation, create a life on your terms and only your terms so that when you have a loved one or a friend going through something tough, you do have the ability, you do have the choice. Choice is wealth. You do have the choice to be able to go spend any amount of time at the drop of a hat with the people you care about when they're going through tough times is one of the greatest blessings you can ever carve out and create for yourself in this life is that blessing of choice because you have set yourself up right in business. You have created a life within the framework of what you want that gives you freedom. And so I share this with you so that you too create a life of choice because with that choice comes power and happiness and contribution. My parents... My parents were also able to be out here. Now, normally they spend uh, their home bases in Wisconsin on the lake there, but they spend five months every winter out here in California in order to to create more memories with, with us kids. My brother and I live out here. 
Now, we help them. We help put them in a position so that they can spend five months out here in California every single year. Not live in our house. God, no, that would never work. (laughs) At a place of their own. We're able to do that because, once again, we've created a life of choice, a life of financial freedom, which we thought was just to create memories with them. That alone was enough reason. I wanted the financial freedom to be able to create memories with my parents that would not otherwise get created if we were not able to bring them out here each year. But take it a step further than that. My parents were now here when I needed them the most. The night I had to put waffles down, they've already been through this with several dogs. They knew what I was going through. They knew how to help guide me on advice. They went to the hospital with me at eight o'clock at night. They were there while I held waffles face while, while they slowly put her down. They spent the night at my house so we could stay up all night rehashing memories and crying and laughing and just sharing emotions. There's no better support than having my parents there during that time. And that wouldn't have happened if they were back in Wisconsin because we weren't able to bring them out here. They wouldn't have gotten out here in time. And so again, I share this with you so that you have all the more reason to go out there, create this place of financial power, financial freedom, follow through on your dreams, try a little harder, work a little faster, dream a little bigger so that you too, when you're faced with these tough moments, will have all the right people in place. Because it's easy to have all the right people in place when you can financially make that happen. And I think the very last point that I really learned that I really wanted to share with you is this. The best part in this very sad story, the best part is that my sadness is so much less than it could have been. My heartbreak is so much less than it could have been. Now remember, this was a child to us. But my mourning has been so much easier than it could have been or compared to what it could have been like. And I have absolutely no regrets about Waffles passing when she did. All of that because I built a life where I feel like I squeezed every last possible memory, every last possible drop, every last possible moment out of life with that dog possible because because I designed a life where we worked from home. So she was with us all day and our team worked from home. So she would literally lay at the feet of our team and have other golden doodles over the other team's dogs over all day. She loved it. She didn't spend days alone at home while we were off at some office. Instead, she spent them with us for 13 and a half years. And because of our non-negotiable evening walk that you've probably heard me teach about before, Lori and I have a non-negotiable, well, in the past, we called it the non-negotiable dog walk. Now it's just the non-negotiable walk. And when we say non-negotiable, we never missed a night, rain or shine, angry or happy, tired or not, did not matter. And we looked back and Lori and I, because of this non-negotiable dog walk, that's a staple in our marriage and a staple in, in our routine, we figured out we put over... 14,235 miles on waffles, walking, spending that time with her, with each other, seeing things, creating memories. And because of these facts, I don't feel 
the level of regret or remorse that a lot of people feel when they lose someone or something. Because I didn't leave anything on the table. Because I designed a life where I got every last drop, every last moment, every last memory. And I cannot express to you how much that has helped the mourning process of this. And that is what I want for all of you. All of it because we had the financial freedom to design a life. And quite honestly, because we had the guts to stand out and to go first and create a life of exactly how we wanted it to look. And so I share all of this with you in this episode to urge you to become wealthy for you, to become wealthy with choice, to become wealthy so that you can be there for your loved ones and build a life on your terms when they need you, to become successful for the choice that it gives you, the choices that it gives you. And best of all, most importantly, the way that my parents were able to be here for me, the way that my friends were able to be here for me, I urge you to find that extra gear, to make that extra money for your loved ones who will need you at some point. It's literally living out what we teach all the time here. And that is when good people make good money, they're able to do great things. And I had so many great people in my life during that week that were able to do the great thing of coming and helping me through this really rough time. That's what I want for you. The power and the freedom and the happiness and the certainty that comes from choice. And choice comes from financial freedom. Thank you for letting me share this very personal story, these these breakthroughs, these realizations from probably one of the toughest weeks of my entire life. It really helps me feel not only like I was able to, of course, honor, honor waffles, but more importantly, demonstrate to you why it's all worth it in the end. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success. 